0: hello hello i'm julia and this is the dream your life podcast this podcast is your guide to intentionally creating the life of your dreams we talk purpose and passion and love and work and money and family and attaining abundance across all of these things i'm here because i know from my own experiences that with the right mindset all of us can live our dream life. So join me and start dreaming your life today. Hello, hello, fellow dreamer, and welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for being here. I know that it is a really difficult time in our world right now. It's scary and just horrifying what is happening in Ukraine right now. I just got off a call with one of my clients who is deeply impacted by what is going on and she's just really consumed with worry and fear and so we really talked about this today and how important it is to feel your emotions but not let the worry consume you there's a quote that says worrying is just praying for something that you don't want to happen Right? You're putting your energy into what you don't want. And when we think about this in terms of the law of attraction, you know, when you can shift your thoughts even slightly and focus away from the horror and the things you can't control that are going on right now and shift them to your well-being and to feeling better and feeling good, everyone benefits from that. More positive energy right so not only are you feeling better yourself and attracting more positive things into your life which also you know allows you to manifest with much more ease but the people you surround yourself with benefit they can feel it and they can also be inspired by you and by what you're doing And then also when you're feeling good and you're in a good headspace, you're able to help other people, to support other people, to give, you know, with more love and power. So I did want to mention that because I do think it's an important reminder for all of us right now, no matter where we are in the world. Acknowledge what is going on, support the people who need it, but focus your energy on what you can do. You know, it's the same when we think about any problem. We get answers when we focus on the solution, not on the problem. So I want to shift gears and jump right into today's episode, which I recorded just this past Tuesday, and I wanted to get out to you guys today. Um, because I love this conversation. And it was with one of my amazing one-to-one clients, Betsy Way. I decided to bring Betsy onto the podcast because I have a couple of spots still open for one-on-one coaching with me. And I realized that people had a lot of questions about what you really get from one-on-one coaching, you know? And I spoke to a few women who were like, Julia, I want to work with you, but I'm not sure if I need it or if I even know what I want or what I want to manifest. And, you know, maybe I don't even, I don't want to build a business right now. Um, I don't think I'm ready or I'm ready for some changes, but I don't have the time or the bandwidth to take anything else on right now. Or, you know, I know something's myth- missing, but I think I need to figure out what that is before I work with a coach. You know, all these things, they're, they're all legitimate, right? But they're also all indicators to me that it isn't really clear what coaching really means or what kind of transformation you can expect in just three months. So that is exactly why I wanted to bring Betsy on. When Betsy came to me at the end of 2021, she she knew something was missing in her life. That she knew. She was feeling unfulfilled, but she didn't know why. Because she had, you know, from the outside, what I think a lot of people would say is a great, perfect life, like a successful career, to, you know, a young family, a husband, two healthy young kids, a beautiful home. She had it, quote unquote, all, right? But she knew there was more. She just didn't know what it was or how to find it. So she hired me and together over the course of literally 90 days, she found clarity in her passion and her purpose. And then she turned that into a side hustle, which is quickly building momentum. And we're going to get into all of that today. But in her own words, she now has a pep in her step and she's loving and inspired by her life. So today we talk about Betsy's story, why she thinks working with a coach is a game changer, what it really means to work with a coach, like what that process is like, and then her own journey of finding herself and truly manifesting her purpose. You know, her path, and she talks about this, it wasn't linear, but where she's landed now is exactly where she's supposed to be. And she's here because she invested in herself, she followed her intuition, and she had faith that it was all working out. Because here's the thing, guys, when you have that unwavering faith, it always does. It always works out in the end, and it always works out for the best. Like, if you believe, you will receive. If Betsy's story today resonates with you and you're interested in working with me one on one, send me a DM at Dream Your Life Now or book your clarity call. The link is in the show notes. I would love to hear from you. would love to see where you are today and just find out if this would be a fit for you. Oops, that was my dog jumping off the couch. Okay, without further ado, here is the lovely Betsy Way. Who am
1: I? Oh, gosh. What a, what a loaded question. <laughs> um, well, I would say I am first and foremost a mom. That is job number one. I've got two little guys at home, a four- and two-year-old. So you can imagine they keep me and my husband on our toes yes. trying to keep up with what they're going to do or get into next, but they're such a joy, so much fun. Yeah. Um, and then professionally, I've been for about 15 years now working in a corporate environment um, just doing a variety of different marketing and communication roles everything from PR to corporate communications and marketing communications and content strategy so that's what I currently do I lead a team at a Fortune 500 that really manages the company's B2B messaging and content strategy so nice what's kind of been the thread that woven through all my career experiences is number one, my love for writing, but also it's love finding ways to use words and imagery that really connects with an audience.
0: Yes. And we are going, I know
1: we'll talk about, (laughs) I know we'll talk about how this next part came to be, but of course the most recent piece of my story, which is surreal to even say out loud is that I've just started my own business. Um, as a storytelling and content coach. It's official. There it is. It's official. It's out (laughs) there. There's
0: no going back, Betsy. (laughs) Um, That was good. Okay. Well, I cannot wait to hear the story of how all that came to be. I mean, I I feel like I was there for a lot of it, but I want to share that with the audience and the listeners today. Um, But before we go there, you, you, Betsy, are, an, I think, an avid listener of this podcast, which I appreciate. Thank you very much. So you kind of know how this yeah. works, but we're going to start with the three things that you are grateful for today.
1: Today, I am grateful for, so I'm in Columbus, Ohio in the Midwest, um, and while it is cold, it is very sunny outside. So I've got mm-hmm. beautiful natural light coming in my office window. So I'm grateful oh, for that. Wonderful. Um, I am grateful for the amazing weekend that I had. One of my kiddos turned four and we actually had some nice weather and just got to enjoy friends and family. Um, beautiful weekend. And I would say I'm grateful for knock on wood that my whole family is healthy. 2022 started off a little rough. Um, but for the (laughs) moment, everybody is in good health. That is, that is a good thing.
0: Yes. Oh, Good. Um, health, you know, it's one of those things, like sometimes we just, we just take it for granted, right? We don't think about it, but when we, when we do go through a little health scare or when we're getting over not being healthy or someone in our family, we recognize like, wow, that is actually the most important thing. So thank goodness for hundred percent. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's just start with giving listeners some context into how we met. So how our journey, Betsy, and this new chapter of your life really began. So why don't you take us back and just tell us a little bit about where you were, I guess this was the end of 2021, and how you found me and why you reached out initially.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I might just back up a little bit from when yeah. I first reached out to you to kind of explain how I got to that point. Yeah. Um, and actually it probably goes back. I mean, I won't, I won't go into a ton of detail here, but just for context, I would say like, I started to have this feeling of, I, I've described it as like a little tug of my heart.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: And I mean that like metaphorically, but also physically, I would like feel in my chest kind of uneasiness um, probably going back like I would say at least 10 or 11 years and I know this only because I've gone back and read old journals where I kind of started to describe like "Ah, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing something else or
0: Mm -hmm. there's some
1: other thing out there for me that I'm supposed to be pursuing or doing but I don't know what it is um and I've gotten really good over the years at just kind of shoving that aside hiding under a rug because um I'd already kind of chosen my path, quote unquote, um, was on my way, had the good career, got married, um, had a beautiful family that in and of itself was not easy. I went through infertility for years. So I just had all these things in my life that were beautiful and I felt so blessed and grateful. And the fact that this word unfulfilled was Mm -hmm. coming up for me was like kind of heavy Um, Like I felt selfish and guilty when I, when I kind of put that word out as what I was actually feeling. So in 20, I would say in 2020 into 2021, I had this like moment. I remember it very vividly with my husband when everyone was really excited about vaccines coming and everybody talking about going back to some sense of quote unquote normalcy. And I looked at him, I was like, I got to tell you, I don't want things to go back to the way they were. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought he was going to think I was totally bonkers. Um, of course, I wanted everybody to be in good health. Of course, I wanted us to move out of that pandemic. Of course, I wanted my freedoms back. But the hustle and bustle of life before everything with COVID, I did not want it back. Yeah. Um, and this was like a huge, like for me, you know? Um, yeah. And just, it, came, it became, it went from that like gentle tug that I was describing to like a full on lasso pull. like the universe shaking me and saying, this is a window of opportunity where everybody's kind of reevaluating what matters in life and yeah. reflecting on what is important and where they want to spend their time and maybe making p- pivots where it makes sense. And if you're feeling this way, you've got to do something about it. Like it's not just going to happen. Yeah. Passively. Right. Um, so I remember I heard you on another podcast and it was like, right person, right story, right time. I was just like, Oh my gosh, uh, I'm going to go home. I'm going to go. I'm going to Google this girl, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> if she is anything like what she sounds like in this podcast, I'm just going to hire, like, I just felt like so pulled to connect with you and work with you and finally do something about this feeling that I'd had.
0: Wow. Wait, so prior to this, had you ever thought about working with a coach or did you even know what working with a coach entailed?
1: I had never worked with the coach before. Um, I wouldn't say that I never thought about it, but it was always like, um, I always tried to like think my way through problems <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, oh, I can figure this out. Um, yeah. or it's, you know, I just find ways to justify that I, you know, there were other things I could do, but I think after a while, it's like, I'm not going to think my way out of this. Um, I need to really have somebody that's kind of in my court, um, helping me through this process and, giving me the space to feel like um, I could explore these possibilities that didn't feel to me at the time, very rational. (laughs) Um, And so when you were talking about your story and how like you were working at these sought after companies and had, you know, success in your career and still like had that feeling that I knew I was feeling, I was like, well, at least, at least she knows what I'm going through and can relate. And she's obviously found, she's found her way out of that she must be able to help me too.
0: So what, if you had to describe what you were looking for, um, when you initially reached out, was it more like something tangible? Like you wanted to start something? Was it more like clarity? Like, well, how would you describe what you were actually going after? Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think it was, it was initially, I think mostly clarity. I had a hunch that it was maybe something to do with my career or something that I wanted to do. You know, I'd always kind of been a junkie for podcasts and things like that, where mm-hmm. these women would talk about their entrepreneurial journey or making the leap from their corporate job to something that they're really passionate about or starting a side business that they were really passionate about and just having that lifestyle of freedom. So I probably had an inkling that there was something there, but I was not going to assume anything. I really tried to go into the process with complete openness to where it would take me. Um, and, and really just ultimately said, what I want is clarity on what my, what this thing is that I'm supposed to be channeling my energy and time towards, but I don't know what it is. I think yeah. it's probably career professionally related. Um, maybe, maybe I'm supposed to be writing something. Um, Maybe it's not like a career change. Maybe I just need to start writing a book on the side. Like I just didn't know. I knew there was something that was pulling at me that I needed to be channeling my time and energy to, but I didn't quite know what it was.
0: Yeah. And you know, what's so interesting. I mean, those, those could have been my words too, Betsy. Like I, and you know this because you heard me on the podcast um, and I was there and what's what's so interesting is that so many people are there too. I think especially women in their 30s who have had, you know, the corporate job for a while and thought that that's what they wanted and maybe, you know, have a family and all these things. And they're like, is this it? And I think you you so poignantly put this in one of your blog posts, which we're going to get to, but you know, it's not just me. It's not just you. This is like a real thing that people feel. And I think it happens right around this age of this, like, you know, and you, you were talking about the, um, this kind of like unfulfillment that almost felt like this ungratefulness, which is not true, right? Because you're grateful for all the things in your life. And you're just happy, right? And I was happy too. And I was very grateful for the career and you know everything that I had built. But it was like this what there's something missing. What is it? There's something missing. And when you know, you know, it's just this intuitive tug. Um, so I would love to now kind of talk about because I think you know, a lot of people are also in that position, but they're like, I don't kind of like you and like me, like I can get myself out of this, or I have a thousand self-help books or manifestation books, or, you know, the entrepreneurial <laughs> journey books. Um, And are like, you know, I can do this on my, on my own. I don't need necessarily the accountability, but there's so much more to that. So can you ex- just kind of describe um, you know, not everything that we did together, but what the process and what the journey was like this first, um, the first, you know, couple months of working together.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me that I recognized looking back on it was, um, up until you and I were working together, I was really looking outward at, for the answer. Like, mm-hmm. what are what have these other women done? How have they done it? What was their moment of clarity? How did they know it was the right time? How did they work through this problem? Mm-hmm. And and what you and I did um, was if everything was looking internal, mm-hmm. like 100%. I mean, I think I even remember asking you some very specific nuts and bolts, tactical questions early on and like not that you were dodging answers but I could tell you're like I'm not giving you the answer because I don't have <laughs> your answer
0: mm-hmm.
1: you have your answer uh, so <laughs> um, true so oh my god that time, like, you were really just kind of like gent- gently leading me towards my own answers and clarity through um conversations and digging into like my limiting beliefs Um, a lot of journaling, which was super helpful because I think I'm a pretty introspective person, but there were some things in the way that you asked questions that there were like new insights and things that I learned about myself, about my, my background and just limiting beliefs that I had that were really in my way, um, getting in my way of me accomplishing what I wanted. Um, and just, you know, bit by bit cracking open what was possible for me and making me genuinely start to believe that I could. Um, And confidence was a big thing for me. Um, You know, I I mentioned the guilt that I had with, you know, feeling like I was quote unquote unfulfilled and just working through that and, and really coming to terms and being at peace with that this was okay and giving me almost that permission and that support to go try this thing, go do it you're feeling it, um, Mm -hmm. after so long and you really deep in your heart, feel like you want to, and try to do this, then, but you should be. Um, so it was just a really nice way to kind of go through and move through in a way that felt natural and like totally custom to me and what I was thinking and believing that was preventing me from getting there before. Yeah.
0: So, um, so what was the thing? What did you discover, Betsy, about yourself and what you wanted to do?
1: Well, I will say it's not a straight line. I think yeah. that's important for people yeah. to know because that was like a a learning for me. Um, and I even, I, I have like a post-it note jungle all over my desk of like mm-hmm. little things, morsels of insight or things that you or other people have said that I'm like, oh, that's good. I got to write that down. And one of them was, Um, it's not just that it's okay to pivot, but you're going to pivot full stop. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, good. I don't have to have it all figured out. (laughs) Um, Ever, you never have to have it all figured out. (laughs) This process um, was, you know, like bends and curves in the road, but that was the whole part of it was just the journey and being open to exploring different things. And where I ultimately landed was, I really wanted to find a way to use my unique gifts and love for writing to serve and support other women and to open up their possibilities in the way that they had been opened up for me. And so for me, that that has um, really come to fruition in um, a business that I've launched called Storywell by Betsy. And I've been working with heart-centered entrepreneurs, primarily women who felt called into business by some sort of deeper sense of purpose, um, or because they have a special gift they want to share with the world, maybe have that little tug on their heart like I've had. Um, and then they want to attract their ideal audience and really cultivate a community in a way that feels natural and genuine and just in total alignment with their mission and purpose. Um, which sounds really great, but can be hard because a lot of the women I talk to, they feel like they're just kind of caught up in the hamster wheel of content and social media and like the hustle, um, just the day-to-day of trying to stay visible and grow their Instagram following and grow their email list. And it, yeah. it's really easy for it to feel disconnected to what inspired them to start business in the first place. So
0: totally.
1: my whole thing is to try to help them Totally transform the way they think about their content and messaging, um, and really getting back to regrounding them and their personal story and the lifeblood of why they're in business in the first place, and using that to really um, inspire and motivate them in all of the
0: different ways that they show up online. Yes, I love that. And I, I want to give also listeners a little bit of because you, you talked about how you know, the, the process had these bends and curves and it wasn't just this linear, like, oh, okay, this is what I'm going to do. And then here are my offers and going out into the world. There was, you know, there, there were a couple weeks when you're like, I, this doesn't feel a hundred percent aligned. And I think it was because it was too much of the tactical, too much of the, like, mm-hmm. um, you know, what what's the word that i'm looking for um transactional and you were like actually yeah. ah, i feel like i'm missing something like i want more of the connection so where did that mm-hmm. lead
1: yeah so early on in this process um once i started working with you julia I was like i started all of a sudden i saw myself taking inspired action all over the place it was awesome yes. I'm like who is this girl um <laughs> Is, this is not usually how I operate. I usually like think things out and have like analysis paralysis. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's was like, ah, I'm just going to start doing something, seeing what happens. So I started taking on a couple of um, pro bono clients just to explore like what mm-hmm. I could do and what I enjoyed and ended up doing some copywriting, some sales copywriting. Um, and while I'm very good at it, I've got plenty of years of experience doing that and the outcome was great. And, the client that I worked with, a pro bono client was awesome. Um, that is a perfect example of me realizing like, uh, just because I can do this doesn't mean I actually want to. Yeah. Um, this is not doing it for me. Like the, the heart, like the connection and like just the soulfulness of um, the writing is not what I want to be doing. I really want to um, create content that serves mm-hmm. not, rather than sell, Yes. Um, obviously, everybody needs to make money in their business, but I just firmly have this strong point of view that being in service, first and foremost, is what's going to help your business flourish. And I really started to make pivots when I kind of came to that point of recognition that I wanted to do more kind of coaching and working one-on-one with women um, in a, at a deeper level.
0: Yeah. Totally. And it was such the right move. And I feel like once you got there, it was like this. ah, This is this is right. This is I'm on the right path again. Like I was feeling so much resistance and it was because that was missing. Right. And you really did want to incorporate that connection with your clients. And when you didn't have it, it was you knew it like you intuitively know when you're on the right track and you intuitively know when you're not. Um, so I guess I, what, what I, this podcast obviously is, um, a lot about manifestation and we haven't even touched on that yet. And you knew when you initially reached out to me that I, I was a business and manifestation coach. So I have a lot of the spiritual, you know, elements and the beliefs in me. And that's a lot of what I teach, um, and practice, but can you talk a little bit about just what manifestation means to you, how you've used it in your own life, and how we've used it together over these last few months working together?
1: Yeah. So I I mentioned earlier that I uh, historically try to think my way through problems and mm-hmm. um, like overthinker, and that's like a very good label for <laughs> the way I operate sometimes. <laughs> um, And I think that is why this approach was so good for me, because I, I realized, like, I can't logic my way through this, like, it is something that needed to be, it was, it was a spiritual journey, because I had to really open myself up and be in trust and have faith, Um, because I, I worry, and it's like, if I don't have a guarantee of what the end result looks like, and know what it's going to look like, and when it's going to happen, like, I want to have all the answers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know this julia yeah um and i this way and working from a place of manifesting like that ain't gonna fly so yeah. i had to really i had to really give up control and trust 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 and have yeah. faith that i was going to arrive where i needed to and i had no idea how or what it would look like But that's that's I think what it means to me is like giving up control, knowing exactly what you want, um, in terms of the ways that you want to feel and the life that you want and what's important. But like that picture really comes into focus little by little as you move through the process, and that it totally happened for me that way.
0: Yeah, it's so. True. And it's something that I just think is such a good reminder. And actually, one of the things that I have, I had you fill out and I have clients fill out um, before our very first call is, well, one of the questions is, you know, how um, how would you describe your ideal, perfect day? You know, start to finish. And that question is really it's not about what you're really doing. It's about getting into the feeling of what that what that dream life actually feels like you know it's it's getting it's stepping into and and visualizing it and after the three initial three months you know with you I read back to you your ideal day and that feeling and you have so much of it like you manifested so many things but it wasn't about you know, the, the specific, if you had gone in at the beginning and written down like, I'm going to have X, Y, Z and it's going to look like X, Y, Z and I am going to be doing this specific thing in this specific place. That's not what it's about, right? It's not about like setting a goal and just checking it off. It's about how you want to feel. And when you focus on the end result of how you want to feel, which were you was, you know, fulfilled, creatively connected to something that you're really good at Seeing the possibilities, having that the, the financial freedom and the the um you know time freedom, all that stuff, like that's what you're really after. And that's what you are mm-hmm. really attaching to. And when you give up the control or surrender, you you're able to get there in this much more effortless, easy way, right? Yes. Yes. Um,
1: and you're right. I mean, I obviously manifested this new business that I've just launched. I but I've also manifested just this whole feeling and energy. It's really um, impacted in a good way. A lot of other areas of my life that has nothing to do with my career and this business. I mean, I just I have a little pep in my step, and yeah. I just feel like I'm totally yeah, like filled up because I've got this outlet for this thing that has been gobbling up inside of me that I couldn't put my finger on. And now I know, I know where I need to be channeling this energy finally.
0: Yeah. And that's the other thing. I think one of your concerns, which was one of my concerns initially, when I even started the podcast was like, how am I going to have the bandwidth with all, you know, first of all, two young kids and a full-time job and you know, also wanting to do more date nights with the husband and spend time with friends and family and all that stuff. Like, how am I going to find time to actually start something, let alone, you know, actually build momentum and get it going? And I kept telling you, you, what, when you're doing something that you love that inspires you, you will find the time and you will be, you'll use that energy to and bring that to all the other areas of your life and I think you've really started to embody that because there are times like weeks where you're like I don't think I have a lot of time to do this and you come back and you're like I built my website I recreated two offers oh and I um, started a blog and I have two blog posts and then here and I'm like what you said you didn't have time and you're like yeah but I'm so inspired (laughs) right it's real
1: Yeah. I mean, even like saying it out loud that I've got a two-year-old, a four-year-old, you know, I'm still working full-time in my other job and now I'm doing this. Like it actually sounds crazy when I say it out loud, but like when I think about how my days have felt since I've been doing this, it doesn't feel stressful. It feels good.
0: I know. And, And that's the other thing. It's like as soon as that's a decision, that is mindset, right? That you can decide to make it stressful. You hundred percent could make all that stuff stressful. And let's just talk about some of the things you did. I mean, you got clarity on what you wanted to do. You created your first offer. You took on your first pro bono clients. Um, You built a website. You started a blog. You um, created your first offers. You got your first paying client you created your Instagram account. Like I see that you're posting like crazy, like all of this in the span of what let's say less than four months. Like that is pretty insane. But you know, if you, if I told you, Betsy, these are all the things you're going to create in the next three months or 12 weeks, let's go. You'd be like, no, absolutely not. I do not have time for that. Are you (laughs) crazy but when you're in the energy of creating from this place of inspiration it feels so good and when you allow yourself to do these things and feel good and don't make it a chore or a stressor or you know any of those negative things like it will feel good you'll be able to produce more and that's the whole idea anyway, is we, we want to just feel good in our life and feel fulfilled. And that is our choice. That is mindset. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You're right. I mean, if you had told me when we started that I was going to have done this by the end, I would have been like, but hold the phone. Cause
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, don't have time for that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but Yeah. So what would you say then, um, Betsy, uh, um, well, one is for anyone who is looking to work with you, how do they connect with you? What is the best way that, um, they can kind of see your stuff? Yeah. So
1: you're welcome to come hang out with me and follow me on Instagram at StoryWell by Betsy, um, and then you can also visit my website, storywellbybetsy.com, um, which also houses my blog. So you can read even more about my story and the process it's taken to get me here um, there. Um, and then if you're you know, listening to some of the ways that I'm working with some of these other women, and it sounds like this could be of use to you, or you're just interested in learning a little bit more about what it looks like for us to work together, I'd love to hear from you. You're welcome to direct message me on Instagram or set up a discovery call on my website perfect
0: oh my god this is so exciting it's all so real (laughs) um okay last question for you Betsy if you were to give kind of any main takeaways or just advice to someone that was in your shoes in you know 20, end of 2020, 2021, who's listening to this and like on the fence about either working with a coach or just leaving their corporate job or, or following that tug, what would be your advice? Oh
1: gosh, I'd say first and foremost, um, don't, don't beat yourself up or feel the way that I did, which was guilty. Um, yeah. because i I firmly believe and I know now in my bones that when you feel when you feel that way, it's because you're ready to pivot and grow and evolve um, and so it's a good thing.
0: Yeah.
1: But if you are having a hard time understanding how that happens, what that even looks like, um, if you're looking outside of yourself and trying to find all the answers um sometimes just having somebody kind of to, to take your hand and lead you through the process and just trusting that person to help you find that answer can make all the difference. It definitely did for me. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, um, and I, I wish
1: I would have done this a lot longer. <laughs>
0: I know. I'll just say I, that. I know. I I agree. And and you know this, but I have a coach and I was in the same boat where it's like, I can start this on my own. I can do all this on my own. I can read books and I'm, you know, this self-sufficient woman, independent, but it's like, no, it's, it's so much more to, and I also, you know, I have friends and my husband and my family. I'm like, I could just bounce ideas off of them, but it's a very different thing when you are working someone with someone who is fully dedicated and committed to getting you to your goal, both, you know, the the mindset piece and whatever it is that you actually want to manifest by working with someone who's going to hold you accountable and help you with the brainstorming and help you work through your own internal blockers. Like it, it you know, it's, I don't understand how people do it without the help and the support. I think it's just so hard to get there on your own. Um, and then one other thing that you said, 100% just, just the like not beating yourself up or feeling guilty. A hundred percent don't do that. But I, it's going back to kind of like the spiritual side of it and law of attraction. It's like, if you're sitting in that energy for a prolonged period of that, like guilt and the, I know something's missing, but I'm not doing anything about it. You are just attracting more of that feeling. And this the longer you sit there, it is going to feel more and more intense, or like Betsy said, this tug becomes a lasso. And I think I love that because I think you put it in your blog post too, but um, it's going to become more and more uncomfortable. So the sooner you can just act on it, take that one step of whatever it is, whether it's, you know, setting up a clarity call with a coach or, you know, creating your website or just doing something to get you Moving in the direction of what you want. It's that first action. It's that first baby step that leads to the next, that leads to the next, that leads to the next. You're not, you know, climbing the whole staircase. You're taking the first step, but you're getting out of that energy of of just waiting and guilt and doing nothing. And that's when the magic of, you know, whether you call it the universe or whatever, that's when things start to happen. So take that first step, follow your curiosity, take the inspired action. And that's, that's all you need to do. You know, don't, don't not, you don't have to do anything except the first step.
1: Yes, I can relate to that. And that was something I really had to learn into through this process and working with you was, um, again, because I try to, um, have everything completely laid out. My master plan. I know exactly where I'm going and how I'm going to get there, and this step and that step. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I don't know who. If this is a famous quote, so I apologize. I can't attribute it. But the one, the other kind of um, analogy that sticks in my mind is it's like when you're riding in a car in the dark, and all you've got is your headlights. You don't know what you know several feet or yards in front of you, but you know the road's there. You've got you know it's far enough in front of you with your headlights that you can see that you need to Mm -hmm. um to make your way safely down the road and it's like that's pretty Mm -hmm. much what it was like Mm -hmm. for me one bit by bit by bit um and then by the time I end up at my destination I'll look back and see how I got there but yeah you don't have to know it before
0: no and you shouldn't and again going back to it and you 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 shouldn't because if you do then you've got your blinders on and you don't see all of the other opportunities that may be more aligned with what you really want yeah so
1: yeah I would say this whole thing has been like Uh, An awesome gift that I gave to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I've just like been processing and feeling all of this largely on my own. And you mentioned, you know, you could have a spouse or a partner or a good friend, other people that you can talk to about this kind of funk that you might be in. But most people want to try and fix it for you because they love you and care for you. And it's not Mm -hmm. helpful if you're not trying to like look inside yourself. Yeah. figure out what the answer is.
0: Oh my gosh, we're so just going a, like a coach
1: Yeah. That's where I feel like a coach is awesome when you're kind of stuck there because they help you they help you through that process.
0: Yeah. The answers and Betsy, I don't know if you saw it, but I actually posted this this oh happy International Women's Day by the way. <laughs> um but I posted yeah. I posted this morning because it's so true. It's it's um a question that we ha- you have the power and the answers within you and going back to what you said right at the beginning which is you know you were looking outside yourself which i think so many of us do and or you ask for advice from your spouse or your friends or your you know and it's like i think what a good coach does is not tell you the way to do it it's you ask you the questions to get those answers out of you
1: yep. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody could have <laughs> come up with like a plan on paper that has transpired into what I now have a story will by Betsy. That's like no 100% <laughs> like a, a crazy combination blend of Betsy's heart <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in there and what I love doing and what I care about. It's like, it's just um, one it's of my you. close friends who I shared this with read it and she's like oh my gosh Betsy this is so you like you are genuine coming through in this this is you I'm like well good that's what I want (laughs) yes
0: oh I love that well Betsy um thank you so much for sharing your story today I I can just tell you that I have absolutely loved taking this journey with you and getting to know you and it's not over we're still working together which I love because your business is continuing to grow. And, you know, and I, I, there are very few people that I've met in this world that have as much heart as you do, and you pour your heart into everything that you're creating. So um, anyone who is looking to work with Etsy, you you will find a gem in her and in her work.
1: Thank you so much. You know, I feel the same and I just appreciate everything that you've done to get me to this point I could not have gotten here without your help
0: well sending you love I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will talk to you very soon and thank you to everyone for tuning in to another episode I really appreciate you and your support Um, and if you would be so kind if you could rate and review the podcast on iTunes I promise it should only take a couple minutes no like 30 seconds and, um, well, 30 seconds to rate it, maybe a little bit longer to review, but it really does help. Um, it just means that I can bring on more guests and more cool, inspiring people to interview and it would mean a lot to me. All right. Have a wonderful rest of your day and I will talk to you next week.